This isn't the episode I wanted to release. The one I wanted to release was super gossipy and bitter. So while I love gossip and am a little bitter, and I'm healing pretty loudly right now, I won't always be this way. I want to look back on this season of my life and be able to see at least a glimpse of growth. So here we go. The church where I used to work was a great place until it wasn't. I was part of this particular church family for the last 25 years, and I was employed for the last eight. A year ago, they hired a clown for a particular hospitable pastoral role. He did what clowns are wont to do. He turned everything around him into a circus. He was harmful in character and in deed, and he sexually harassed me and other women off and on staff. Even though I spoke up when it happened, nothing was done about it. And since I unfortunately am not the first woman staff member in the last eight years to experience this sort of hell under the tutelage of a particular executive pastor, I'm going to give a little insight for those who have not taken business 1302. There isn't another organization in this country that would exude this amount of toxic grace. You could not have this type of failure at Target. An executive who allowed sexual harassment to continue for months with no discipline or consequences, unheard of at Winn-Dixie, I'm sure of it. Why we continue to allow poor leadership in churches is beyond me, but let me tell you this, incompetence at that level will turn a movement into a fever dream, and sadly, that is what is happening at the church where I used to work. Many women will have to work through inappropriate conversations and emotions with their therapists because I was not listened to. Many people will refer to this year and the last as the darkest season of their lives because of the inadequacy of a couple of men. Here's a great place to say this. Leading people cannot always be a learn-as-you-go type of placement. There are some leadership positions where you already have to know how to lead, where you know how to lead people of color, where you already are aware of your biases. I filed an official complaint, and while I was given the green light by the government to sue the church where I used to work, I decided not to. I thought the church where I served for 25 years would take care of me as well as or even better than they had taken care of the clown. And I was wrong. I played myself and I will take that L. I regret not suing because that would have been the only consequence this executive pastor would have experienced for his lackluster leadership. Instead, he just got back from a three month paid vacation I'm beginning to understand why people don't want to listen to people in the church. 
We live in two different worlds. In one world, there are tangible consequences for mistakes. I'm sharing nonprofits in the show notes where my family tides. Can you see my air quotes? Because I had a conversation during COVID with the executive pastor at the church where I used to work, and he told me he had no plans of changing the spending habits, which included pastors turning in meal receipts for food and alcohol for reimbursement. It felt like the first time I saw T.D. Jakes driving a Bentley. It didn't sit right. So we found more financially transparent organizations to send our little duckins to. I'll still pop in from time to time at the church where I used to work because once you've had a Jersey Mike sandwich, it's hard to go back to Subway. I will leave you with the parting words that I gave the senior pastor at the church where I used to work and I hope you remember them as well. This senior pastor has changed my life for the better. Thus has changed the lives of my children, the spaces where they're accepted, the light, the understanding. Good preaching does that. When you have a person who's preaching the truth as well as the gospel, as it pertains to people of color, unfortunately that's rare. There are people, there is a percentage of the population who will not experience the love and the light and the acceptance and the grace that the preaching gives because of poor leadership at the church where I used to work. And it's impactful. It's meaningful and it's important. The next few episodes will be about me finding out about my Nigerian roots, absorbing the culture, and my new job. I promise to never do an MLM or ask you to buy into my anything. It's like just a really cool job that I'm excited about. This was a wild experience. And while I will never work in a white evangelical space again, I wish nothing but the best to those who were kind to me. But for the ones who will continue to fail upwards as mediocre white men tend to do, and for the white women who only became Norma Ray when it benefited them, and for the people who work in ministry because it's easy, the same way people teach so they can have summers off, Well, I hope you have the life you deserve until you do better. The theme music is a lo-fi hip-hop situation by Wise Band. A couple things I need you to remember. I would bet my last dollar that Patsy Ramsey wrote that ransom note. And all lives can't matter until the brown ones do too. My name is Shannon, and have you noticed my salt and pepper bangs?